What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 356. We're here on Tuesday, March 8th. Countdown to Armageddon. Well, you know, let's start with the literal one bit of good news, and I do mean literal one bit of good news. That the Seattle Seahawks have traded Russell Wilson to the Broncos? No, I don't no, give a no, 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 we don't give a um, <laughs> the uh, Supreme Court on Friday reinstated the death penalty for the Boston Marathon bomber, which uh, many of you know was something that I felt very passionate about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the that. I mean, he, he deserves to he die. He deserves to die. I, I mean, I'm not a big. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of indifferent on the whole death penalty issue. But I love the. Death I'm penalty. sorry when he's caught. Remember, remember he gave the middle finger to yeah. the security camera inside his cell. Mm-hmm. Like that kid. I love the death penalty. Uh, if you do something that's warranting of a death sentence, you should be executed. I think they should... Well, if we're going to do it, we should go big. Bring back public executions. Public hanging. Make it pay-per-view to get some revenue oh, from it. Oh, there you go. And then I think that if you... For an extra 50000 you get a chance to... Either? Throw a rock oh. or some sort of bat at the person. Now we're talking. I, I would pay that. Yeah. The real question is, <laughs> right? will Joe Biden execute him? He's a total when it comes to the death penalty and I think probably not because he currently has a stoppage on all federal executions. Yeah. So also they're going to appeal this to death. Yeah. That's yep. the problem with all these I mean all, all these people have been on death row for like 30 years because they yep. keep on appealing. Yeah. Whatever. I mean. And anyway, so moving yeah. on to the economy. The economy, oh, it's is fresh. <laughs> <laughs> the state of our economy is I cannot wait until uh, I can't wait for the seven fifty dollar a gallon gas that we're gonna have to pay soon. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I mean that's gas, gonna be immediate effect, right? The gas prices are just one part of this. Yeah. Um, f- let's roll back to Friday, right? Because the jobs report came out Friday oh, for God. February, right? Don't look. And everyone says, "Oh, it was a great jobs report." Well, okay, sure. the The top line number was pretty decent, but if you dig down into the data, especially when it comes to wage growth. Inflation is fastly outpacing wage growth. It is. It's that's still, a recipe. It's still an one jobs report doesn't undo the seven previous ones that have been garbage. Oh, I it's know, still I know. anemic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is. I mean, this if is you as look brain at the, dead as Joe Biden. If you look at the labor participation rate, you look yeah. at wage growth. I mean, the the job market. Uh, basically, everyone has a job that's going to get work. Yeah. Um, which is another part of the problem in the economy where we're going to have now, you know, a period of stagflation. I mean, basically, every economic indicator yeah. is bad. It's, it's not uh, good. You know, we've been saying for quite a while now to prepare for a recession. I'm fairly confident in saying it now for sure that it is going to happen. Oh, it's, um, yeah. You know, it's, it's nothing happened. is 100%, but it would seem the that way. The way we're going? Yeah. Come on. It, man, um, I, I think we can confidently say the c word right our word right now yeah i think we're we're about to see recession but the way that this recession is going to be different in in very similar ways to the 1970s is that we're about to see recession in an environment of hyper i guess stagflation i don't even know if that's a term but i'm making it up now it's basically hyperinflation plus stagflation because there's there's so many stagflation yeah (laughs) <laughs> There's so many different inputs into this that are very, very bad. Yeah. You mentioned it, gas it's, prices. It's like the perfect storm, but for, like, the economy. Yeah. Literally. You yeah. mentioned gas prices, yeah. okay? So, um, the national average of one gallon of regular gas is now 420 Insert 
generic weed joke here. <laughs> weed um, slut 420? Yeah. Hunter Biden's um, uh, little squeeze? Prices are up 56 cents a gallon versus a week ago. The largest yeah. seven-day increase in history, eclipsing that of after Hurricane Katrina. Jesus. Prices are up 73 cents a gallon versus a month ago, okay? Mm-hmm. This is massive. Now, here's the thing. All of that is upstream of consumer effect, Ugh. right? So we now you're going with this. Yeah. We when we go to fill our tanks yeah. are paying this price, right? Mm-hmm. But this price that manufacturers, that transport companies and all that are paying has not been passed on to the consumer yet. So therefore, the price producer index, the PPI, which we've talked about all the time, is going to yeah. skyrocket. The CPI is going to skyrocket. Get ready for extreme pain on all goods that you're buying. Okay. We're gonna get bent over. And and there's another aspect of this that we're gonna dive into first, but let's put yeah. a bow on the gas prices yeah, first. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Ironically, you know who says that it's not his fault? Joe Biden. Yeah. It's Putin's fault. Yeah. It's Putin's fault. Yeah. Right, yeah. I know. Don't take into effect that gas prices have been skyrocketing ever since Biden took office, not having anything to do with Putin, but now he wants to lay this solely at the foot of Putin. And then then this morning. Biden comes out and gives this speech, which was one of the most insane, lie-filled speeches I've ever seen a president I had give. to turn it off after about 10 minutes. I know. I saw your tweet. And I, I, was... I couldn't do it, man. I, could, I, mean, I mean, he says that oil and gas production are the, at its highest point under him. That is an absolute lie. He well, shut down everything. He took a hatchet to this industry. Oh, yeah. So here's, here's what he had to say about yeah. banning Russian oil and gas. Take a listen. Today, I'm announcing the United States is targeting the main artery of Russia's economy. We're banning all imports of Russian oil and gas and energy. That means Russian oil will no longer be acceptable at U.S. ports, and the American people will deal another powerful blow to Putin's war machine. This is a move that has strong bipartisan support in the Congress and, I believe, in the country. Americans have rallied support, have rallied to support the Ukrainian people and made it clear we will not be part of subsidizing Putin's war. I mean, okay. this is fantasy land, dude. This this is just, totally ridiculous. Yeah. Totally ridiculous, right? Then he says this bit of revisionist history. Roll that clip. It's simply not true that my administration or policies are holding back domestic energy production. That's simply not true. Even amid the pandemic, companies in the United States pumped more oil during my first year in office than they did during my predecessor's first year. We're approaching a record levels of oil and gas production in the United States, and we're on track to set a record oil production next year. Okay. So starting off, like you said, yeah, he thinks that when he came in on day one and shut down the Keystone Pipeline and ended new leases on federal lands for oil and gas drilling and cutting off offshore drilling, that had no effect whatsoever on energy policy in this country. Yeah. That's try- what he's trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I can't. I mean, how retarded I, do you have to be I, to, I to believe this? Yeah. And there are some people that believe this. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all know when he says these are the facts, he's lying. When you're also, have you noticed it was kind of like a lecture, uh-huh. right? It was, like, it was like a college professor who was half dead. Yeah. But a college professor like lecture. Well, we all know in politics when you're explaining, you're losing. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody in that White House knows that these gas prices are one of many, many economic uh Arrows that are going to basically just ram into the corpse of this. Well, take a listen to this because uh, <laughs> President Trump warned us mm-hmm. not just about gas prices, but about Biden in general, but this specifically on gas prices. 
Uh, and then listen to what our transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, who hasn't had a real job in his life, yet somehow found his way into being a cabinet secretary. Take a listen to what he has to say. Roll that. We have more oil than anybody, okay? And it's uh, an incredible thing that it's happened over the last few years, a lot of great things, and you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. You know what that's like? That's like a tax cut. That's bigger than a tax cut. If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8, $9. Didn't they say, get rid of your car? Last month, we announced a $5 billion investment to build out a nationwide electric vehicle charging network so that people from rural to suburban to urban communities can all benefit from the gas savings of driving an EV. Let them buy Teslas. Yes. Well, not even Teslas, because remember, they don't cars. like Elon Musk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just electric Generic electric vehicle, yeah. Keep in mind that the average price of an electric vehicle is $56,437, which is more than the average American makes in a year. Yeah, I know. These, these, these people. Major Marie Antoinette know, moments really. there. Let them eat cake. Yeah, also, if they can't afford gas, yeah. spend fifty dollars to $100,000 on yeah. electric vehicle. Also, um, and we've discussed this, where does... You know, the energy to power said cars come from. Oh, yeah. It's not like there's like some genie in the electrical socket. It comes from burning fossil fuels, specifically coal. That's where we. Mm-hmm. You, uh, and oil and natural and oil. gas. And, yep. then, and then it's not like those batteries last forever. Mm-hmm. You got to feel, you got to figure out what we're going to do with these 2,000 pound, you know, f-ing batteries that are. Which they're already running. having a problem with, and there's yeah. not even that many electric vehicles. Yeah. And you have to rape the mines for the rare earth minerals yeah. to build the batteries yeah. and the cars. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So good. I know. Unbelievable. Also, I believe if those batteries do go down to zero, don't you have to replace the whole f-ing battery? Yeah, you can't let it drain. Oh, okay. So yeah. you can't let it drain. So I bet that battery is about maybe five to $15,000, right? Oh, for sure. Eight to 12000 like 20. 20? Yeah. So it's almost yeah. like a third of the vehicle's cost uh-huh, to uh-huh. replace just the damn battery. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This sounds real great. Well, now you know why I hate electric great. Yeah, I know. And can it, get a, can it make those uh, cross-country trips? Storm? Well, the ranges are getting a little bit better, but you can't go like, you know, my Jeep, miles, for example, right? on highway, I could go like 500 to 600 miles. I think the best range of an electric, electric vehicle now, I think, is like 400. It used to be like 250. Remember, I remember It used that. to be like 150 before yeah. Tesla came along and made yeah. people revolutionize their technology. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, everyone I guess apparently should own an electric vehicle according yeah, to Biden. Okay. Why don't Why don't the government just buy everyone an electric vehicle at this point? I, know. Yeah? I also liked how we we're doing this to hurt the Russian economy over the Ukrainian war, but then again, Joe Biden adds that we've seen that Putin will continue this war no matter what the cost. So then, what's the point of the sanction? Well, so you bring me to my I'll, next point. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. If this is if we knew that this could stop Putin and stop the war. Okay, maybe. But if we're going to just do this and then you admit that it's not going to stop him from doing the killing, stopping the slaughter, then what the f*** are we doing here then? Well, yeah. So not only is it going to not stop the war, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's not going to stop Putin from doing anything that he's going to do at all. Uh, And it hurts us more here at home. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And... That's you know, that's the part when I turned it off, literally. I'm like, when you yeah. said that, I'm like, yeah. okay, so like, what the f- is this? Well, you know what really particularly was scary for me was when yesterday uh, the White House essentially put out a statement saying that Americans need to prepare for a very long, tough road ahead. And that's the first time that they've used language like that uh, because now they're basically admitting that we're f- 
So what's the date today? Oh, March. You March said. 8th. March 8th. Yeah. So March 1st, he said we're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the Soviet Union? Everything's going to be fine. Seven uh-huh. days later, prepare to be ass That's great. Well, nothing has been fine. Uh, you know, they're just trying to cover it all up. Yeah. And now the weaknesses are being exposed. And now today, we they make this move of cutting off Russian oil and natural gas which literally does nothing besides hurt Americans. Yeah. It's designed to make the liberal elites feel better about themselves. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of these sanctions, by the way. Uh, won't actually help Ukraine or anything. It's just to make them feel better while they have to see Ukrainians dying that, oh, we're do- actually doing something. Yeah. Okay? But I take particular issue with a certain sect of this American elite mm. that say... And I've seen this on CNN many times. We talk to people out here, and they say they'll gladly pay more on gas prices to help Ukraine. Are those people on camera? No. Right? That's, That's right. Part, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's a narrative. Mm-hmm. It's 100% a narrative. And anyone who truly believes that has no clue what they're talking about. Yeah. Okay? Because there's a few different levels to this. First off, like you said, mm-hmm. it's not going to stop Putin. No. At all. No. Okay? So you're literally... I forget what the phrase is, but I made my own up this morning. You're literally cutting off your d- to spite your face. I think it's you're cutting off your nose to spite <laughs> your face, off your right? Nose. Yeah. yeah. Your okay. <laughs> but in this case, we'll go with d- because the Democrats love to cut off d- anyway. Yeah, they love it. Yeah, especially Recurring when they're theme. especially when they're ten years old. Recurring. Cut theme. that d- off. Okay. You're trans. Don't tell your parents. So it won't affect the war. It's going to raise our energy prices here at home. Yeah. The butterfly effect of these gas prices on our economy is going to be so significant that it's going to hurtle us toward this recession that we've been talking about, right? Yeah. Okay? People don't realize that for every 5 or 10 cents that gasoline goes up, it shaves tenths of percentages off of GDP production. There's a reason now that the federal government thinks that GDP this quarter may be zero. Okay? That's the first step towards a technical recession. Now, a technical recession is two consecutive quarters of negative growth okay well but to yeah. feel the real effects of a recession it doesn't have to be fully negative no, it doesn't. we are already in the recession probably okay? yeah because so, they keep on playing chinese math with the jobs numbers yeah so like i said you know it's going to have downstream effects on producer price index consumer price index and then here's where i have the particular issue with this <laughs> the effect on the middle class Oh, because and you were and you were tweeting about this this morning yeah. and it's so spot on. Yeah. Who was it that was it was it John Stewart? It was Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert. Yeah, yeah. Who said, "Oh, I'll gladly pay more for gas if it helps Ukraine and it's yeah. Ukraine's sovereignty and this yeah, and that." Yeah, yeah. It's a price to pay for a clean conscience. Oh yeah, that? that's what it was. Price yeah. to pay yeah. for yeah. So, virtue signaling. Yep. Okay, yeah. to make them feel better about themselves, it's not going to have one bit of difference on yeah. war. Yeah, not going to have yeah. one bit of difference. Yeah, and really, at its core, what it is is class warfare. It is. And then he's like, when if you're upset about the prices, well, he's like, I can pay fifteen because I have an electric vehicle. Uh-huh. And it's just yeah. like, I know some people are like, well, that's the joke. I'm like, it's not. First of all, you people aren't funny, so I'll stop telling me about you know. Don't give me a humor lecture. Two, it's not really humor if it's an actual, accurate portrayal of how all you people think. Oh, yeah. Literally. Oh, yeah. So it's like a, it's like a massive cell phone if this was trying to be satirical or funny. It's not. Oh, yeah. So, Well, yeah. just think of all the people yeah. that make their living off of Uber driving. Yep. Uber Eats. Yep. DoorDash. Yep. Right? 
Oh, you can Uber drivers here are going to They're log gonna off money. in mass. They're going to lose next money. Next couple of weeks you, in you, all major cities. Yeah. It's just too expensive. You want your meals delivered? Oh, well, too bad. Gas prices are yeah. too high. Yeah. Okay. The it's, Uber Pass is now going to be charging for delivery. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the effect on the middle class here, Uh-oh. you're going to have people with families that are going to have to decide, do I put gas in the car to go to work? Or do I pay the electric or, bill? Right. Or the water yeah. bill. Or the mortgage. Yeah, the mortgage. Which brings me to my next point. Yeah. 2008. Uh-huh. Remember 2008's recession was because the real estate bubble popped, yeah. right? And it was a liquidity crisis, mm-hmm. okay? We're not seeing that yet. No. We're going in, and th- and then that caused you know a downstream recession, yeah, right? It's bad. We're in an we're in a recession that's upstream of that now, and you're gonna see as people can't pay their bills, they're gonna default on their mortgages, and what's gonna happen? We're gonna have another crisis again. Yep. Yep. And when banks have liquidity crises, yeah. like they did in two thousand eight. Yeah. Uh. And now they are much larger due to yeah. the consolidation yeah. of companies post-2008. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Hmm. Yeah, I know. And, and this oh. is something – and this is something – this is the gas – this is the gas – you know, this is something that's that's fixable. I mean before – I mean it was fixable with the housing market, but, you know, fixed – correct me if I'm wrong, but like fixed, you know, the adjustable rate mortgages is what really killed people. Well, yeah, basically no, Congress was, yeah. bailed everybody right, out. Bailed right. everybody out. But this is because people can't pay for – Common items. It wasn't because of a. We can jump back. You know, risky loan. uh, Let's look at it now from the Fed angle, right? How long have we been saying on this show that the Fed needs to ease its emergency measures because they're backing us into a corner when the real emergency strikes? We'll have no options. Yeah. The the pandemic, the zero percent mm-hmm. interest thing uh, over the pandemic. I mean, that, oh, that, that that should have ended months ago. And because, the beefing up of the balance sheet. Yeah. And now, I mean, they I, were going to yeah, try the quarter to raise point. rates. Yeah, the quarter okay, point. they were going to try, but probably not going to yeah, happen I can't now. Can't do that now. They were going to try to raise rates, and they were going to stop the quantitative easing. Yeah. But now, the crisis is here. Yeah. So now, what do they throw at it? What? Nothing. <laughs> they don't. Have anything to do. Well, I know the, that we the only were, other yeah. option is yeah. negative rates. Oh, that's not good. Okay, that's you can't. Sp- now we can't. We can't spike the rates because no. we, which we needed to do to curb the inflation. Yeah. But now we can't do that because we're about to be in recession. Because yeah. normally in a recession, yeah, you slash the rates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Or you can. I mean, uh, did didn't Volcker under Reagan hike them? Well, yeah. But which was a gut punch, but it eventually got us out of that inflation problem. But at the same time, we also had a president who knew how to create jobs in the economy. Great exactly. Economy. Yeah, exactly. Thing, you know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Now, yeah. that might be what needs to happen, but it's very hard to do that yeah. when, you know, current yeah. situation. And, I, and also, we I don't trust any of these running the government anyway right now, so you can't do it. Well, that brings up a good point. Right. The entire government in place right now is run by a bunch of amateurs. It's bad. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. literally what happens when you have people who have no clue what they're doing. Yeah. And it's pretty simple that if President Trump was in office right now, none of this would be happening. No, no, probably not. And, you know, you see it with, I mean, I think the person who really embodies this sophomoricism is Kamala Harris. What the f- did she say yesterday? Oh, we got that clip for the end. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, clip. it was almost uh. as bad as the, we we do what we do every day, and what that is is now. Is well, what we, we shall do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was some yeah. bullshit. We, like got, we got good clips at the end. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, yeah, classic, this, like, there are briefs. You're the vice president. You don't, you don't, all you have to do is read the 
damn mm-hmm. briefs that your many, many staffers prepare for you, and she doesn't do it, so... But this whole... And we're sending her to Eastern Europe, so... Well, yeah, she's there. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean we're gonna... These people are gonna get us killed. I'm this, sorry, I mean, that's not, that's not hyperbole. They are, that's what I was about yeah, to say, yeah. is these amateurs are leading us into World War Three and economic ruin. Yeah. And that's not an exaggeration, though. No. I mean, and if you look at the divide on this whole Ukraine thing... Uh, oh, I saw that from Rasmussen. Yes. Based on um, you have economic. You have a narrative levels? that's being driven. Yeah. By the left, and we're going to get more into the whole Russia thing in a second. But a narrative that's being driven by the left, beating the drums of war, which interesting role reversal. Yeah, Remember right, how yeah. that used to be opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and half the country that says, "Yeah, let's go to." World War Three with Russia over Ukraine just so happens to be the rich half that's yep. never going to see a battlefield. Yep. Versus average Americans who say no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah. Are you insane? I th- what what was it? People who make over two hundred thousand a year. It, it was, was anything. Like, it was like sixty five. It was like sixty five percent or yeah. something. It was like yeah. at least in the sixties. No, I think it was seventy. Se- oh my yeah. god. Yeah. So that. I mean, classic, I mean, yeah. you know, the, the, the rich want the poor to die for uh-huh. their wars. So, you know what? That's yeah. why I'm, I'm, I mean, especially now, I mean, this is actually a very precarious situation. We can't have. But the, This the, no-fly zone thing needs to stop. Well, yeah, we're, we're going yeah, to get to that. Sorry, I know I'm jumping ahead. Sorry, but I'm just, but, I'm just putting that out there as a the teaser la- right now. But the last thing on this is I, <laughs> yeah. it just, it bothers me so much when I see people say, I'll gladly pay more on gas prices to help Ukraine. Because you have no idea what you are asking for. You're asking for Americans that don't want it yeah. to feel extreme pain, un- economic pain, unlike anything we've seen in our lifetimes, yeah. for a country that means nothing. I mean, literally, Ukraine means nothing. They're not a part of NATO. They're not a part of the EU. And even if they were a part of the EU, that's the EU's problem, not ours. Yeah, but we also can't have Putin running roughshod over. But he wasn't going to. That's that's a classic warmonger talking. But 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 now we're here though. I'm just saying now now we now we can't let him take it. Well, now we're backed into a corner. We've again cut off our to spite our face. And maybe I was saying like maybe maybe we could have let him kept like the. Eastern separatist would be separatist parts, but nope. that that could lead us into another Chamberlain situation. He could have taken. Listen, here's what Putin was going to do. Guarantee you. And we, remember, this is what I predicted yeah. weeks ago. But until all this crazy all shit down, Trump was still here. He wouldn't have. Well, none of that would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> he, t- he told Putin that he bombed Moscow if he went into Ukraine, <laughs> uh, and, and he believed him because obviously he I'm didn't gonna do bomb. It. I'm gonna bomb. The those beautiful golden domes would be a shame. Um, I'm going to put Trump Moscow Putin there. Putin just wanted to take Ukraine and unite it with his puppet state in Belarus and then take over shitty Moldova, which nobody cares about. Not NATO. Well, they, might, they might be joining NATO soon. I think they're one of the slaves. That's a terrible idea. They're, they're one of those con- I think Serbia is also in so there So he too. just you know, wanted to bring his lines up the to the West things. line. Yeah. Because keep in mind, I love how everyone says, well, this, you know, what was it? unprovoked aggression against Ukraine. We already went through how this was provoked. Yeah. We let all these little whole countries into NATO <laughs> in which we shouldn't go to nuclear war with Russia, you know, over Estonia. I'm sorry. Like, cool. They may be yeah. a great people, but <laughs> do we want people. nuclear war over yeah, Estonia? Probably do not we want nuclear ideal. war over Romania 
or Slovakia or any of these far Eastern European countries that literally didn't even exist, what, 40 years <laughs> well, ago? Until the Soviet Union. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're letting all these people into NATO. And he sees that and he says, well, f- they're marching east. Why shouldn't I march mm-hmm. west, right? It's all a matter of perspective. Mm-hmm. Everyone that says that Putin is solely to blame here. Well, NATO expansion yeah. played a key role in this. Yeah. And if and you then, go back... Unfortunately, like, the people who are on CNN and MSNBC are, like, the worst kinds of people to be giving any analysis on this whatsoever. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw Peter Strzok give Ukraine analysis. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what? And you know what? It actually brings up an interesting point, is there's a great clip from 1997... Oh, my. ...of Joe Biden talking about NATO and how NATO expansion into the Baltic states and all these little whole Eastern European countries would provoke a vigorous and hostile Russian response. Roll that clip. I think the one place where the greatest consternation would be caused in the short term for admission, having nothing to do with the merit and preparedness of the country to come in, would be to admit the Baltic states now in terms of NATO-Russian, U.S.-Russian relations. And if there was ever anything that was going to tip the balance were it to be tipped in terms of a vigorous and hostile reaction, I don't mean military, in Russia, it would be that. So even he said, and this was about the Baltic states, which was long ago, right? That was in the late 90s, right? Then NATO went further. They did go further, yeah. Way further. And now you have countries like Kosovo asking (laughs) to get into NATO. They want that protection, man. Well, exactly. Yeah, they want that protection. But who's the you one know providing the protection? Well, it's going to be us. <laughs> right. It's going to be us. I mean, you can't, I mean. You know, that, and that was the, that's my main problem with this, is we yeah. went through all this time letting these countries into NATO, not thinking to ourselves, the question that should have been asked the whole time. Yeah. Is, are we willing to go to nuclear World War Three over this country? Well, with that no-fly zone thing, it could be, uh. Well, so that's closer. a great segue. Right? I mean, we're already, I mean, we're, we already, I mean, Blinken over the weekend said that the U.S. has greenlit the initiative to send fighter jets to Ukraine. How they're going to get there, I don't know, because a lot of the airports have already been bombed. But, you know. Well, apparently just that, today. Yeah. This was an update. They yeah, just yeah. happened a little bit ago. Yeah. Poland is giving us the jets. Oh, God. And then we're going, and, and they're sending them to Ramstein Air Base. Okay. And then apparently we're going to give them to Ukraine, which I'm assuming means fly them out of Ramstein, which is a NATO base in Europe, to Ukraine. Which Putin has already said... Will be an act of war. I know. Yeah. We got... And we're the ones that are trying to de-escalate it, they say? To me, that's a escalation. (laughs) I mean, come on. You know, this is just getting out of hand here. And and, and these people are marching us towards World War Three, and backing Putin into a corner so bad Yeah, that through these sanctions, these sanctions and these companies pulling out of operations in Russia, such as Visa and MasterCard, okay, basically, we've isolated Russia so much now that they're essentially being turned into a North Korea but a much more dangerous North Korea. With nothing to lose. That's the key. Always fear the man backed into a corner with nothing to lose. That's exactly my key. Because yeah. we're now giving them essentially no option yeah. besides World War Three with the West. Yeah. 
And 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 do you think that making Russia poor is going to endear Americans to Russia? No, yeah, probably not. No. No, it's going to be intensification of the Soviet yeah. feelings of old yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they already they're already wearing the throwback uniforms of the Stalin era. Yeah. That was one of the reforms yeah. that, that their head, their top military guy did. I I just it's it, it's just the problem is the people that we have helming this are are just not you can't do it. Well, they're retards. I mean, you can't There's do no, it. I mean, you just I, 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 you can't. Well, I'll tell you that. Uh... Like you said, the no-fly zone is something that the Ukraine that wanted. Will, that, yeah, that's now they've been told no by NATO. Good. NATO has said no. Yeah. Now I know they say change. that you know there's blood on our hands, and I know I know they've they've shot that at us. That could but, change, right? Yeah. I, I hope it doesn't. Yeah. Because that's a that's a that's a turnkey yeah. to World well, War. Well, that's III. direct conflict right there. Yeah. You think those Russian jets mm-hmm. are just gonna fly away? Mm-hmm. Oh no. Like you said, Visa and Mastercard suspended operations. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I worry about. That, like you said, backed into a corner with nothing to lose. And now, yeah, I mean, this guy's just not rational. So, <laughs> well, now <laughs> though, mean, that that's the thing. Yeah, he's gonna get further irrational. Yeah, yeah. Right. If if Russia is gonna be an economic ruin, default on its debt, what do they have to lose? Mm-hmm. Nothing. And I don't want to be face to face with a nuclear power like that. Not to mention, our, our country internally is not so great. Yeah. Like, economically, we're not in great shape to take yeah. on a massive war right yeah. now. Okay? Uh, apparently, we've sent a ton of our military yeah. over, there, over there. Silently. Yeah. What? They're uh, not announcing and, and, the troop And numbers. what's the state? I know because, you know, the it's no longer a Cold War, but, like, what is the state of our nuclear forces? Probably terrible. Because remember, Obama wanted to take a, a blowtorch to that. Remember, he he slashed the numbers. I mean, we had like a new salt thing, didn't we, with the Russians a yeah. long time ago? Which was yeah, well, like... remember the reset button with yeah, Hillary? That yeah. went well. Yeah, really well. Um, well, no, so you're right. Obama did that. Yeah. Then Trump came in and he tried to rehabilitate m- much of our nuclear forces, yeah. which they had started to do, uh, but I don't know the status of it. That's not good. Now, here's the other thing, right? Maintaining that is incredible. I think people don't – because you know, we haven't had this issue yeah. in a long time. Maintaining these types of capabilities is incredibly expensive. Oh, it's yeah. the reason why there's only less – fewer than, what, 10 countries that have nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly expensive. Labor-intensive. you got to update all the software to make sure – I mean it's just – it's just – it's it's ridiculous. It's one of the reasons why the, the Soviet Union probably collapsed among other things yeah. like Chernobyl, uh, a very disastrous war in Afghanistan that just mm-hmm. bled them dry. They just didn't have the resources to cover up everything. And this is just uh, – so, we should probably look into that. I'm actually very curious because if, yeah. if the missiles do fly, are they are they even going to be able to get, all, get out of mm-hmm. the silos? Well – yeah, that's going to be... And then, oh, I, I know one thing Obama did was uh, basically retrofit all of our submarines to fire cruise missiles instead of tridents, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the trident missile is a, is a phenomenal... I mean, the Polaris, that whole program of getting submarine-based launch missiles was actually a, a really... It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a technological achievement. It's great. It's yeah. fantastic. I mean, it's just... It's a first strike capability. They're silent. They're deadly. You don't know where these things are. Boom. That's an amazing deterrent, and Obama decided to clip our nuts in that regard. Well, there's a shock. Right? So, I'm pretty sure that's still in effect, unless Trump tried to get those uh, nukes mm-hmm. back in the, in, the, in the missile tubes on the submarines, but I don't think he was I there I think they tried enough. some of them. Yeah, some of them. 
But yeah. well, here's the other thing, okay? In a massive nuclear volley where yeah. there's, you know, hundreds of nuclear warheads being fired. Yeah. The one thing that kept coming up in discussions with people I've been having is, oh, well, we got great great missile defense here in the U.S. But uh, if 2% get through, I understand, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah. I, I understand 98%. It may sound great on a term paper, yeah. but that 2%, that's millions of people that are going to be dead. And that's We're dead. Not, that's also not with uh, hypersonics. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah the hypersonics, that, you can't, you can't take yeah. those out. Yeah, so things are not unless we great. develop. I mean, this is like start. We have to get into like Star Trek era. Unless we have like literally a laser that can shoot mm-hmm. things out of the sky, it, it, nobody's safe. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think also that, I don't trust that system. That's all no, theoretical agree, and on yeah. paper. I think yep. oftentimes when they test it, it misses by like hundreds of miles. Big time, big time. Remember, so, they tested it a few times during Trump, and oh, it worked. But I mean. You know, this isn't this isn't a hundred percent. No. The other thing is, we're sending massive amounts of weapons over there. We are, like we are. a lot. We are a lot. Okay. Now they're talking about a twelve billion dollar package in Congress for Ukraine. Uh, you might want to save that money because we're probably going to need to bail out the financial system. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's not going to be seven hundred billion this time, like it was in two thousand eight. It's going to be like one point seven trillion or more. Yeah. So, on that cheery note, um, (laughs) (laughs) one last thing on Russia, (laughs) Lindsey Graham. I mean, oh God, talk about like what the what? He's a nut job. Okay, when you have Marjorie Taylor Greene and Thomas Massey and like other people in Congress being like, "Are you crazy, Lindsey?" Yeah. He must have been drunk when he went yeah. on TV and said that. For folks, for folks, for, drink. For those you missed it, Lindsey Graham basically called for the the, the assassination of Vladimir Putin. Yeah, <laughs> blasted and, it on social and media. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then other people were like, "Well, why? That's a great idea." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Oh my god! Okay, okay. Have you ever? What's the movie where there's a coup going on in Russia? Uh, the sum of all fears. No, 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 no. That wasn't a coup. What decade? The nineties, baby. Oh, Crimson Tide. Yes, Crimson Tide. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. We don't need a whack job that's crazier than Putin yeah. to get control of the nuclear arsenal. That's true. Also, a yeah. civil war in a nuclear state is like the worst, worst thing case scenario. Everything ever. is loose. Yeah. Everything okay. is and everything's up for sale too. Yeah. That's the thing yeah. that those people not launching them but selling those nukes to the. Iranians. Yeah, Iran, Iran will oh, yeah. be all over that. Iran. Oh, yes, give us nuclear deal, no sanctions, all that money. Yeah. Oh, also, we have the nukes from Russia, that thanks to that civil war. F- that. Yeah. All right, so anyway, that that. I am depressed. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Iran, yeah. apparently another Iran deal is being worked on by Biden with the, the Russians. Russians. I know, who were trying... What uh-huh. the f***? Yeah. This is what I'm talking... Uh-huh. It's a mess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Absolute mess. And apparently it's a terrible deal, which will make us extremely unsafe. Uh, all because they're trying to yeah, get in guy, the... guy uh, wrote about that. Did you see that interview that that Russian foreign official gave? Yeah. It's like, it's going to be a great... For, yeah. uh, yep. <laughs> but not for you. Yep. <laughs> and uh, it's because they want the Iranian oil. They're yeah. crawling to our enemies like Venezuela uh, to get oil, uh, Saudi Arabia. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, not exactly... So right. we're going to fund human rights abuses and state-sponsored terrorism, but at least, uh, you know, that, that, well, remember, Keystone, that Keystone Pipeline will be shut down and we can save the Earth from climate change. Remember but, the know. Saudi oil? Wasn't that over that f***ing terrorist that got chopped up? 
Oh, Khashoggi? Yeah. <laughs> there was something with that that for some yeah. reason we've sanctioned yeah, oil or something. Yeah, something like that. And then their, one of their main refineries got blown up by a missile. Yeah. Like, the well, Iranians fired a missile at them. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we refused to drill here, so. Yeah, so. Oh, uh, what else we got? Oh, uh, the trucker convoy is just outside of D.C. Apparently is not going to go into the city due to... Uh, I saw them today. A uh, fear of uh, persecution by yeah. the feds, which yeah. is not... I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. You say you saw them? Yeah, they're actually... When I was going to the gym, they were on 495. I can tell because the, they had the flags, the American yeah. flags all over them. They were... They were and the cops yeah. and the cops revered to make sure there was no funny business. But, yeah, uh, yeah, they were there. Everyone, you know, there were two people on the side of the road. I thought they were insane, but they were like honk for freedom. Yeah, Julio has uh, visited them a few times while they've been here, and he has good coverage at townhall.com, of course. Uh, what else have we got? Florida, the first state to advise against COVID nineteen vaccines for children, uh, which I think is a great victory for parental rights. Because, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know I've said from the beginning. Yeah. And, and especially, of course, I'm vaccinated. Especially, yeah, same here. Especially, but, and I'm boosted, too. I know you're yeah, boosted. Yeah, we're but both. But let me tell you something. If I had a kid, no way in oh, hell yeah. would they be getting that vaccine. It's And did you see the latest Pfizer test on Omicron with yes, young kids? Yeah. It's like 12 It's like uh-huh. twelve to 18% effective. It, there's a reason for that. It's not, it doesn't really attack kids. Yeah. Well, one good thing that came out of the Russia invasion is COVID's over yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. That too. So no, I mean, again, it's, it's been over. This this is this is a parenting issue, and every every child is different, especially if you have pre-existing conditions. That's that's a whole lot of, uh, uh, separate debate. But overall, mm-hmm. you don't need to be getting your five to seven year old a shot. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I think any child under the age of eighteen, you know what? Maybe you should. It's up to you. But I I personally would not. Yeah. It's not really a demographic that is no kids impacted. under eighteen not needed. Yeah. And that's not medical advice, but that's not medical my advice, advice. But that's the data that we've been. I mean, this is the CDC's own numbers. I mean, yeah. by by cases of infection, whose hospitalization rates, it's 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 not. And you can take that disclaimer of not medical advice with a grain of salt, because if you had listened to our not financial advice, oh, I've oh. been saying it. <laughs> buy gold, buy silver. Gold hit two thousand dollars an ounce. <laughs> not gonna lie. It, it should have been yeah. financial advice. Now, but for legal purposes, it, it cannot be. It cannot be. But now, not financial advice, you, the gold the gold rush is over. It's too expensive now. I don't now. know. Wouldn't <laughs> doubt too- it. Wouldn't, uh, I would not put the fork in that yet, but not financial <laughs> not advice. Not financial advice. Or, uh, not financial advice. One, uh, the, I'll tell you, though, the market is not looking oh my good. God, yeah. yeah. So take that. With keep yeah, keep it under the mattress. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Really. Um, one horrendous clip. One good clip. Here we go. Let's start off with, like you said, Kamala and her word salad. Because we may have a retard as our vice president. Yeah. Roll the clip. We have the ability to see what can be, unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Right. (laughs) It's like, literally, she is deep. You know, Selena Meyer? She's Veep, but like worse. It, 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 yeah, it's worse. Just, it's, it's not funny. No, I mean, I, it, I mean, it, it's well, it, it's a tragic comic. I guess you can call it that. Yeah. but it's just like well, what? also because she got sent overseas to like somehow fix all of our problems. I know, and she doesn't like do the homework. We've seen that. Yeah. Yep. She, you know, she basically she whipped out her pistol, pistol whipped her staff to get on the airplane, and said, "I'm gonna kill you all if you don't come." With me. <laughs> and then, I, I don't know. Well, not you know good. You know what's really interesting to also, me? Also, she's the woman who can be in charge, in, in command of our nuclear arsenal. Should anything happen to Joe Biden, I think well, you yeah. also f- forget that. That's terrible. 
It's also if we impeach Joe, we get her. Terrible. Yeah, so we can't really. You impeach her. Yeah, no. You get Nancy. Yeah, terrible. terrible. I mean, the best option is for him to just just survive. For now. For now. Yeah. <laughs> we need to take Congress, get a Republican Speaker of the House, and then remove both of them. Yeah. Get I don't know get that Trump elected Speaker. Yeah. So I, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all for that. Oh, I agree. I'm all I for agree, that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we miss you, President Trump. Even Nikki Haley was like, yeah, none of this would be happening if President Trump was in office. Yeah. That's how you really know things are f***ed up when yeah. she's on the right side. I think Nikki, Nikki Haley should just stay on the Trump train. So she tried to play both sides of the fence and f***ed her. Yeah. And you know what? Stay on this side, okay? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if she pans correctly side. for uh, the presidential, she, she could have get a, a nice renaissance. Again. Yeah, she could have a nice little yeah. career renaissance. I mean, I wish she was UN ambassador right now. At least yeah. something would be happening. She has I mean, stones. UN, and she, yeah. Talk about the UN. Oh. A f***ing joke. What a f***ing joke. That's supposed to be the organization to stop World War Three. that yeah. was instituted after World War Two. And what have they done? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, it, people, they've only gone to war twice in their entire history to preserve peace. Korea and and uh, Persian Gulf. 91. Yeah, that's it. And who Only is twice. it that's actually going to war? Oh, it's us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's always us. Um, it was always you, Fredo. Um, the good clip, Ron DeSantis, absolutely destroyed a fake news leftist reporter mm-hmm. over this false quote "don't say gay" narrative. That's with this bill. Did I read that right? The word gay isn't even mentioned in the bill. Not even mentioned. Yep. The only thing that this bill does is it disallows teaching of subjects that shouldn't be in place of a public school in K or pre-K through third grade. Like how to give good oral sex? Yes. Okay. I'm not, I'm not kidding. That's I've no, seen, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. You've seen it too. It's, it's disgusting. But anyway, okay, go a leftist ahead. reporter yeah. came at King Ron as usual. He wasn't having it. Yeah. Roll that clip. Does it say that in the bill? Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill because you are pushing false narratives. It doesn't matter what critics say. It says it bans classroom instruction on sexual identity and gender orientation. For who? For, for, for grades pre-K through three. So five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds. And... Um, the idea that you wouldn't be honest about that and tell people what it actually says, it's why people don't trust people like you because you peddle false narratives. I think we have a bright future with uh, DeSantis and our party. Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with uh, the presidential race. That's, of course, if the country still exists by then. Yeah. Uh, you we know, might be... Uh, I don't want to be overly optimistic yeah, about yeah. that. We should be grounded. You know, you might be getting uh, you know, this podcast via Morse code Yeah. <laughs> in you know, the future. Uh, have some drinks this weekend. They could be your last. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we'll see what happens with this. It's going to be an interesting primary. I mean, we got to get to the midterms first. But even then, it's Biden's yeah. still president. So, yeah, yeah. we're really kind of... You know, D.C. might be a radioactive wasteland. I don't have to move the capital, so you never know. Or, well, like I was saying the other day, yeah. if it does happen, I want to be gone in the immediate blast because none of this radiation poisoning bullshit. Oh my God! God Have terrible. you seen? Remember the, the movie Chernobyl? How those guys? Were, oh my God! Yeah, they 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 fell apart. None of that. Oh, Not having any of that. All right. So, uh, due to overwhelming response, and so many of you have signed up for VIP that we're going to extend the oh, special, wow. the special one-time only sale. It's going to be extended through today's episode until uh, March tenth. Okay, because wow. I know people listen a few days later sometime. Ooh. So, through the end of the day, March tenth. Midnight Eastern on Thursday night, okay? 
That's when the sale will end. One time only, biggest discount literally ever. Go to townhallvip.com, use the promo code TRIGGERED50. That's TRIGGERED50 to get 50% off. That'll get you access to our full VIP membership. Triggered Uncensored will get you Matt's VIP, Katie's, Kurt's, all of it. Only available through Thursday night at midnight Eastern. Then it'll be gone probably forever, much like us. (laughs) (laughs) Much like us. (laughs) Again, it's... I mean, I laugh. I'm like, I'm nervous. (laughs) It's a nervous laugh. It's a nervous laugh. Uh, Why am I laughing? (laughs) Townhallvip.com, promo code TRIGGERED50. To get fifty percent off awesome now sauce, through the end man. of the day, March tenth. Thank you to all of you who have signed yes. up. It's so many of you, we love, love you guys. You. Yeah. We love you, even if you can't afford it. We understand yeah. times are tough. You listen to Triggered. We love you. You can help us out by giving us a five star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. If you'd like to reach out, uh, tell us. You know how are the gas prices affecting you? Anything we should talk yeah, about yeah, on the yeah, show? Yeah. We, we love, love the feedback. We, we love it. We yeah. love hearing from our listeners. We love yeah. all of you. So that's Triggered at townhall.com. And we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Trigger. See you then, maybe.